previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. And it was a Subway commercial with Bill Belichick. So, um, for all you listeners, the man speaking right now is the one that Bill Belichick tears his sleeves off and he's standing there just, the, the facial expression was flawless. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I could only look at my guns and that, so I, <laughs> I've never even seen my face. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. We are here with Roxy and Chuck again. Hello. Hey. So glad to have you both back here. We have a fantastic episode for you this week. We're really excited about our Meet the Little segment. And But first, I wanted to quick get your advice about something. Well, not so much advice, just your opinion on some things. A, a few weeks ago, we talked about some holiday movies. Mo- you know, We geared it towards Thanksgiving Day. But... TV these days, are, Chuck, are you a big TV guy? Are you watching network TV? I know there's a lot of streaming stuff out there and Netflix and all that stuff, but are you watching? Um, hardly ever. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all right. I am but a streamer guy. Well, I'll sick. tell you why. We So we, we've, like maybe a lot of people, got rid of our satellite provider gotcha. yeah. and we're streaming everything. So, But with streaming, you don't necessarily get local channels. So you have to right. we have an antenna for local channels, but it doesn't come in that great. So mostly we are Netflixing, Amazon, gotcha. Hulu, that kind of stuff. YouTube TV, Chuck. Roxy, that's well, what you we, do, right? I have that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We looked at YouTube TV, but it, it, we're, we're on Sling. So we, we it's about gotcha. half the price, but you don't get yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Well, Roxy, you're watching network TV? Uh, yeah, a little bit. All right. So you'll be able to chat because I, I, I really want to do this. We, I, I'm thankful it's sort of back. I don't know for all you listeners how much you've been watching. It is back. They are doing new shows again. But, you know, a lot of them are geared towards the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I, I do think highlighting some of the major issues that we all went through this summer are important, obviously. But I don't know. For me, sometimes TV is just a, a somewhere to go away to, get away from all real life. So, Roxy, what have you been watching? Did you notice this trend at all? Yeah, I did. And, you know, I think it's like you said, it's, you know, we all went through so much this year. And I think it's, it is important to highlight those things. But you're right. I mean, I've heard a lot of people complaining about, look, like I use TV to escape from reality. Why does everything have to be about what we're going through. So I get it. The one that really got me was The Good Doctor. I watched that. Uh, it's on Monday nights. And they ABC, did, I believe. Yeah. Yep. They did an episode related to the COVID situation and it was really well done. But then the next episode was also about it. Doctor shows make me cry all the time. It doesn't really matter what the content is, but I was, I had a really hard time getting through those two episodes, especially the second one. The most recent episode, they did a disclaimer at the beginning. We're going to get back to what we normally deal with on the show. And it was kind of nice to know that part of it was maybe over, but you know, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that I don't think it's important to talk about. There's still this, this issue going around and if they can kind of share, shed light onto the situation a little bit and help people understand it, then great. But it was definitely good to have a little break. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All Rise, I don't know for all you watching that, they kind of were the first to the punch. They actually did the season finale last year all via Zoom. It was like the episode all took place with Zoom boxes. 
And it was so crazy because it was so new and that whole thing. But I thought they really did a good job with it. And they're kind of doing the same things. Now, what I'm wondering, though, is because there was this new show out there this year. I think it was also on NBC called Connections. I was not a big fan right from the get-go. And it just was full in your face, coronavirus, everything going on. And again, I get it. And I do think highlighting it and the major issues we were going through this past summer are very important. But I feel like I'll turn on CNN or any other news, depending on your preference, for those kind of things. And Connections has already been canceled. I think think it might have been too much. And I think because it wasn't an established show already, like Good Doctor or All Rise, that have been on for a couple seasons, I think it just turned some people off. I'm not sure. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I would say... I actually enjoyed the show, but I can understand. I think maybe it was a too soon kind of situation. If they aired this a year or two years, hopefully we're out of this by then, to reflect what we went through during this time, maybe having that distance, that space in between, maybe it would have done a little bit better. Yeah, maybe. Um, Overall, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it, but I can I can understand that which is why i kind of like well chuck do you watch reality television by any chance i have gotten into some of the reality baking shows specifically the great british baking show and the best britain's best home cook i think i like those better pretty much because i think they're a little more civilized i think in their competition than the American ones are. So not quite like... They're all kind of nice to each other and they kind of get along. Not survivor, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's not like this, like, how can I stab this person in the back while I kiss them in the front? It's kind of a... I don't know. I I just... I I get on those. And then during the holidays, I'll usually watch, like, Chopped and some of the, like, holiday-themed baking shows. So they're, Mm -hmm. you know, they're kind of comfort. You just kind of look in there like, man, that that looks really good. I agree with that. (laughs) So, Chuck, you remember on The Amazing Race, we have Gary Barnage and D'Angelo Williams, both from what team, Chuck? Well, I know D'Angelo Williams is a Panther because I had him on a fantasy football team last year, but <laughs> I have no both, idea who the other guy is. They were both Carolina <laughs> Panthers, Chuck. That's how they All met. Right. Yeah, I was just making sure you listen to the podcast, Chuck. The, the only thing that really annoyed me about this season is they have, Roxy, what are they doing this season? They basically have like the top five teams. They created an alliance just like Survivor. That's right. Yeah. So they no. basically created this alliance and it, it's kind of like made the, for me anyway, I don't know how you feel, Roxy. It made it not as fun. I think it Alliances really work well on Survivor, and I think the idea is interesting to create an alliance on The Amazing Race, but it also sort of, at least on Survivor, you have those seasons where the strong alliances make it to the end, but you also have the seasons where the strong alliances get dismantled yeah um throughout the season with amazing race, it just it seemed it was a little boring only in the sense that the alliance, dominated the entire show and so it made it a little predictable so some people might not enjoy that yeah so the final so the final five episodes will hopefully be good but yeah i agree with you the first whole chunk was and i was looking so forward to it because there's no survivor there's no hardly any other you watch these shows in real time yeah so what what about commercials you you just you just watch the commercials you just kind of no. Well, well YouTube we, TV. You can we have forward. a DV. We were we were. Oh, I see. That, so you DVR basically. and then watch it. Yeah, and then gotcha. sometimes we'll okay. wait like if for an hour show. We'll wait a half an hour into it and then start from the beginning so we could fast forward. That's kind of why I like the Netflix and other shows because I don't have to. I know right. I just go right through it. So what about the commercials, Chuck? What do you mean? You're you're not a big commercial 
Guy oh my God. I, I've been spoiled by these other services that don't have, especially if they're, if it's their own original shows like prime or Netflix that you, oh. that they well, don't have commercial breaks and I cannot stand commercials. Okay. There. That's very true. But Chuck, this is another good question. Now, are you a binge guy or do you have the patience? I'm assuming not. Cause I can't imagine anyone does. Do you no. have the patience to watch an episode and then wait a week and watch another episode or I could. Yeah. I could, I, oh, really? I, I tend not to do that anymore just because right. there's other ways of, you know, doing it. But I don't like sitting and watching five or six episodes at a time. I, I usually, I, mean, I could barely even sit through a movie anymore at home. So <laughs> I usually, if it's like an hour show, I can get through like maybe two. And then right. I got, I got to get up and do something else because I've kind of lost, lost interest a little bit. So gotcha. Gotcha. And I like a little bit of the suspense of not knowing, you know, kind of processing and be like, okay, you know, what's going on? And then I can think about, you know, have a little something to look forward to in the next time right. I'll watch that show. Well, I hate to say it. Most times when I do watch something on Netflix, like Ozarks or something like that, anything that comes out, I mean, yeah. I'm with social media these days, I'm scared to death. People are going to post about it. Right. So right. you kind of have to, yeah, you kind of have to binge. So it's like, so you know what's going on before someone ruins it for you. So yeah. Mandalorian is one like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah Everybody yeah. loves talking about that one. Yeah. yeah we haven't, I haven't really gotten into that one yet, but at what? some point, well, Chuck, I watch so much freaking TV. It's not even funny. Chuck, so. there's a baby yoga. Yeah. I, I, I know that Chuck. So <laughs> it's adorable. Spoiler alert. It's a baby Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's freaking adorable. (laughs) Well, it's the holidays. It's a good time to binge, you know. Winter is coming. Time to find a bunch of shows that you've kind of wanted to see and and put them on a list and start powering through it. Yeah. All right, you two. Well, we've made our loyal listeners, as we're calling them, wait long enough. Coming up next, it's time to meet the littles. Didn't want to tell you no There's no other place to go From here From here Water wells behind my eyes I don't want to say goodbye You're here You're here But I did it Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast We are being played in by Jan Close today this song is called Pilot Light. And if you like Jan's music, you can find him at janclose.com. Let me spell that for you. It's J-A-N-N-K-L-O-S-E.com. That website again, J-A-N-N-K-L-O-S-E.com. You can also find him on iTunes. Just search Jan Close. Now it's everyone's favorite segment. It's time to meet the Littles. All the way from Maryland with us today is Jamie Julian. Hi, Jamie. How you doing? Howdy, guys. I am doing super. That's well, good. So great to have you on with us today. What we normally do is why don't we just start from the beginning and just tell us where you're from, where you came from, just whatever you want the, the loyal littles to know about you. So I am a former redneck from a super shithole town in southern Missouri. <laughs> Let me tell you, this place is a hellhole. Uh, it's called El Dorado Springs, Missouri, because we can't even say it right. <laughs> the town next to ours is called Nevada, because we can't say that right either. It's oh not Nevada, it's Nevada. Anyway, so... Okay, let me stop right there for a <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Loyal listeners, 
this is obviously one of our first evening interviews, and we've all had a beverage, and we're having a good time. <laughs> I've only had a sip. This is just pure me. This is just who I am as a person. Even better. Even better. Even better. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Don't worry. We have the adult stamp on the podcast, because I knew things like this would happen. As long as it's within reason, I'll, I'll call it within Tony Kornheiser reason, because <laughs> um, we do like to encourage the families to listen together. But uh, so anyway, so please continue. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm from this horrible place, and so immediately I left, and I became a meteorologist, and I, I now I work for the EPA. I used to do really cool science, and now I just push paper around from one desk to another. You know, in D.C., that's all they do. We did the science in Chicago. Uh, now I just push paper here, here in our nation's capital. So, and I am, I really have turned into one of those, like, nameless, faceless bureaucrats that your parents warned you about. So... Yeah, it's scary stuff. What else about me? I have a three-legged cat. Her name is Izzy. She hops around and she can't run in a straight line. You know, she runs really fast, but she runs off to the side because she can't really. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> She's horrible too. She bites me and scratches me, but I love her anyway. Yeah. yeah. So that's Roxy that's... loves kitties. I oh, love cats. <laughs> and I can't have any other cats. I'd like to, but she would murder them. She hates other cats. Oh yeah. Like when we moved into this house, they had had four cats and they didn't clean the carpets and she just walked around like hissing into the air. It was the, just Aww. easy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My life story on the personal side, on the Tony Kornheiser side, I know that oftentimes people will tell you about their Tony stuff. So I started, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I started listening in 99. It's not an interesting story. A friend said, hey, I think you'd like him. I was like, cool. And I did. So that's that. So Well, well, well there's always more. I, I, I'm going to go back to where you're from, first of all. Oh, sure. <laughs> why don't we do that? Let me, let's, let's do it in chunks. Okay. Absolutely. I, I always have questions. So you grew up where exactly again? El Dorado Springs, Missouri. Yeah. Now, okay. I've traveled the country a lot and I've never heard of that. So I'm guessing it is a very small town, which is okay. That's kind of how I grew up in a very, very small town in upstate New York. And my question is, so how and when did you leave? Did you go away to college or did you? Yeah, so I, I left as soon as I possibly could. My mom was always like, get the hell out of this town, leave immediately. You can't no. come back and live with us, go. Like, not okay. because she didn't love me, although, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, mostly. No, I mean, she just didn't want me to stay there. There's nothing there. It is, sure, you know, yeah. there's no industry. There's no, you know, this, this, it's just, it's just awful. She um, wanted more for you. Yes. And yes. so she pushed me right out the door. Thanks, mom. Yep. Appreciate yep. that. And uh, yeah, so that's why I left. I, I left at 18 gotcha, and gotcha. I never went back for any real amount of time. I mean, I, you know, holidays or whatever, but I never I never went back to live, not even like in summers. From, oh, wow. Yeah. And where did you go to college? I went to the University of Missouri, Columbia, marching band. I so know it very. You might hear that. I'm like. Yes, that's your marching band. So yes. Roxy might not know this. An ultimate jingle, Roxy, that the marching band from her alma mater did the Tony Kornheiser theme. Oh, the wow. Mailba the mailbag theme, yeah, and he nice. loves it. He loves it. It's so fantastic. good. Did, you didn't play an instrument or you weren't in the band or anything like that? Right? No, yeah. I wasn't. Okay. I gotcha. was not. Uh, my, my, but I will tell you, I'm very excited to announce that my nephew just got accepted to Mizzou and he wants to be in the marching band. So. Oh, that's great. In the spring, and I'm really excited because he's a really good drummer. So. Oh, that's oh awesome. wow, that's, that's terrific. So, so you went to Mizzou, and what did you study? Did you study meteorologists mm -hmm. or meteorology or? Meteorology. Okay. Well, technically, the, it's called atmospheric science, but it's meteorology. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, and so that was fun. And I had always kind of known that I wanted to work for the EPA. 
when I was a little kid, I loved the meteorologist on our local hometown radio. Or, well, not local, but I mean, he was like the town, the big town near ours that had a TV station. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a meteorologist and he was just super cool. And I just thought, oh my God, I want to do that so much. And really? Um, yeah. So that's very cool. So you just always knew from when you were a kid that you wanted to go into that. Yep. And oh. I mean, I thought about trying something else because I was like, I don't know how much, you know, it's like, can you can you get a job? Is there are there just meteorology jobs out there? Can I do something besides work on TV? I don't want to get up at three in the morning. So that's why the EPA was so appealing to me, because I can do this cool science stuff. But, you know, I can work on a relatively normal schedule. And right. all of you people with your clean air and your clean water. So mm-hmm. you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, on behalf of the little Littles, thank you. Okay, so now let's go back to the Tony s- sections. Where did you start listening to them? Was it the radio show, PTI, or? It was in 99, so it was the radio show. You know, I barely remember how the heck I even got it back then. I mean, I know I got it on the internet, but the internet was like so not the thing that it is now mm-hmm. that I don't remember how I was able to listen. But I do know that over the years, especially when it was like, when, before there was a podcast and you just had to get catch the show or not, yeah. I would actually schedule off time on my work calendar during the time that it was on so that nobody could schedule a meeting so that I could work, but while I listened at the same time. So, yeah. so I finally was like, why do you have a meeting every single day from, I think it was like 10.30 to noon or something. And I was like, I know it's weird, right? Meetings. <laughs> 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 Yeah, those days were crazy. Like when you you either saw it or you didn't. You know, yeah. like back in the TV days, there was no taping it or whatever. Yeah, you know, the other the other Tony Kornheiser related thing that oh. is kind of you know kind of special to me is that I was well not me by myself, but Rob and I were the uh, first and only wedding at Chatter. Wait, so, what? Oh my God, that was you. That was me, and oh. the incomparable Robert Berg, who's really not that incomparable. He's totally- <laughs> okay. Okay, way to bury the lead here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right. it's not a secret you know it's okay it's but, okay <laughs> loyal littles i apologize <laughs> I, I, but this is the exact reason i created this podcast this is the exact reason i am speechless it never happens i did not put the connection i of course remember when this wedding at chatter happened i had no idea you were married to the I, I don't, I can't even say that word because he's, he's, yeah, it's Robert Burke. Anyway, so these are things, okay, now you say, well, everyone knows that, but I don't, not everyone knows that. That's apparently true. (laughs) (laughs) I did not put the, I'm, I'm feeling like a complete idiot right now. And I'm speechless at the same time because I did not put the connection. I mean, Roxy has an excuse. Uh, I'm I might, just a tiny. I, I, I'm thinking, well, Roxy, I'm thinking my status just got lowered a little bit. I'm now in between a tiny and a little because <laughs> I did not know this information. Please tell that. What was that like? That experience, like, I know it sounds silly and it, it, I get it, but go ahead. It was amazing. I mean, it was really cool. So Rob and I had gotten engaged and we had, we were planning on moving to DC. Uh, we, and so I was in the process of trying to get a job and, we had also had um, like a sad thing happen. The reason we wanted to move to DC was because Rob's nephew died and he was only two and he had leukemia. And so he wanted to be on the East Coast closer to his family so that, you know, to help them sure, sure. Uh, with all that. And so I was like, yeah, well, let me get a job in DC and we'll still be close to his family. They live outside of Pittsburgh. You know, we can get there in three and a half hours or whatever and I can still have my job. So mm-hmm. anyway, 
that's the that's the the sad part. But the happy part is that we, you know, after we got engaged, uh, we decided that we wanted to get married, but we didn't want to have a big thing because it just didn't feel like the right time. And so it occurred to us, hey, you know, we're going to Jingle Fest this year. We should see if we can get married at Chatter. We should just see if that's something that we can even do. So I reached out to a small group of of my littles and I said, hey guys, I'm thinking about this. And they were like, okay, we're doing it. You know, let's get let's get Carol involved. Let's ask Tony's daughter Elizabeth because she at the time worked at Chatter. So yeah, you know, their the calls were made and phone and, and it just kind of it just kind of worked out. I initially we had hoped that we could keep it a secret from Tony, but because Carol knew, uh, the, I guess the day he was he was going to take the day off. He was going to take the day off. And, yes. And she actually said, "No, you can't do that because there's going to be a wedding," and he was like. <laughs> Oh my God. I remember, I, I feel bad because I've, I remember everything about this story, but you know, yeah. I'm not from down there and I don't know right. anyone down there. So I'm just a loyal listener and, and just tuned it out after it happened, you know, but I remember the whole story. Are you kidding me? I was like, Holy cow. But it was so funny. I mean, it was, I mean, it was really kind of him to, you know, he could have been like, well, that's too bad for you, but I want a day off. Like, I mean, right. he was like, no, we'll do it. I mean, it was super sweet of them mm. to help. And, you know, everyone at Chatter helped and they, uh, they helped decorate the tables and they made, they had floral centerpieces and it was really awesome. And yeah. but the really funny part was that, as you know, the podcast was always taped in front of an audience. So nobody, nobody else in the audience knew people had shown up and all of a sudden we stand up with the Reverend Mark Schaefer and he's doing our wedding. And they're like, people are like, is this real? What is this? Like, <laughs> like, is this a TED talk? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, who gets married then at a restaurant? <laughs> Because like, <laughs> this was like what seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning, yeah, right? Seven thirty. Wow. And this one guy's like, he just takes out his phone. He's just recording it. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, can I get a copy of that? Claire <laughs> <laughs> taped it for us, so we do have a copy. Okay. Now, okay. So I need to know honestly. Does your husband know you're doing this right now? Yes, he knows. You can tell him. He from day one in my eyes is a medium, and it would be an honor to have him on the podcast someday. So well, please I, pass that along I, to him. Absolutely, I will. And I'm, I, if, if I can, if he can squeeze some time in, I'm sure he'd be happy to do it. Oh, that he would be great. Likes to talk. <laughs> oh my god, that, that'd be so great. We could probably go on for days. I mean, anyone yeah. that gets a freaking email read like every other day in my eyes is a medium. So I mean, that's all I keep hearing. You get, you hear your husband's name like three, four times a week, practically. Like, you know, it's it's has not so much anymore. But back in the day, yes. Yes. But, well, that's yeah. yeah. I wasn't even a fan of the jingles when this whole thing started. I was like, what is this crap? And can I just get to the mailbag, please? Seriously. <laughs> I actually, I, I told this, I, I know that Joe mentioned his, you know, his jingle mania or jingle pandemia thing. That mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. I told this story on there. So for anyone who listened to that, I'm sorry. But at one point I was so annoyed with the jingles and with Robert Berg in particular, because I just thought it was like so ridiculous that he had a, he had an, a superlative. He was the incomparable Robert Berg. And I was like, he's not even a good singer, y'all. <laughs> Jason Fuse is a legit good singer. He doesn't have oh, a superlative. My. I just didn't think it was fair that Robert had his own superlative and Jason didn't. I mean, Jason was just Jason Fuse and Robert somehow is the incomparable Robert Berg. Like, how is that fair? All right. So did you listen to his podcast when they yeah. had the po- Okay. So I didn't even know that existed. One of the other people I reached out to right away to as like an advisement situation for this podcast was Claire. And she was obviously more, very helpful. She told me about this podcast and I was like, well, wait a minute, if there's already another podcast, she's like, oh no, no, no. Unfortunately they don't do it anymore. You know, but, but I of course did my homework. So I'm like, cause I knew Claire was on that podcast. 
Jen Babish was on that podcast. So I did my homework and wanted to listen. His voice. I it's like I, butter. I, I, I say <laughs> this with one other person, and that's Barbara Streisand. His voice is like butter. I'm sorry. <laughs> he has Jason, if you're listening, oh my gosh. Singing. I won't even be able to interview him. <laughs> yeah, you just be quaking and crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your panties on stage. Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe not that much, but, but but seriously, his voice and that that podcast was so great in general. Mm-hmm. I, I've now gotten you know I'm so busy with this that I don't really have that much time to listen anymore. But oh my gosh, it was so great, and the two of them, and just oh, but his voice. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> knows if you don't and if this is too personal we understand but so how did you guys meet I guess we sort of initially met if you want to call it that in the fantasy football littles fantasy football league okay and so I had played a year or two in that and then you know and then sort of the the Facebook group popped up and we we interacted a little bit on that I think we had a big argument about maple syrup uh, what's better, fake maple syrup like Mrs. Butterworth or real maple syrup? And the obvious answer is fake maple syrup because get out of here <laughs> with that weird, thin, ugh, no, I want my Mrs. Butterworth where it just sits on the pancake. Oh, right. yep. <laughs> right. Take all the way. Also, yep. over. But anyway. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and I'll kill anyone who says otherwise. Um, oh. But anyway, so, so we, you know, we had known each other a little bit online, but not really much. We interacted about the maple syrup and that was pretty much it. Um, but that did sort of pique my interest because I was like, anyone who's going to go so hard about maple syrup might be interesting. But he and all of his friends are bald Buddhist dudes. And I didn't know which one was him. It was always just like a bunch of white guys with no hair. And I was like, which one's him? Who could, who could say? So, but I, but I knew, you know, coming to the Jingle Fest, I, the first Jingle Fest I went to was the one in 2017. So I guess that was the third one. And I, you know, I almost didn't go. I, I had planned to go, and then my sister-in-law died like a couple months before, and I was like, oh, do I, re- I just am I in the mood for this? I'm glad I went because I got to meet Claire. I got to meet well, I got to meet everybody. Claire, sweetheart, I'd never met her ever. She picked me up at the freaking airport because I was like, of I'm not she did. To get anywhere. She's like, don't worry, I'll come pick you up. Oh, as, you do, as she does. Like, yeah. So nice. <laughs> yeah. One of the nights, I guess the Friday night, I guess I got there on a Friday, and Friday night there was a, an event at the Palm, and I'm just standing there, you know being loud like I'm doing right now and he walked in and I didn't know it was him but I was like whoever that is I love him (laughs) he's super cute and then the rest is history I mean I guess he thought the same thing and eh, and we decided to so well well so you just walked up to him and said you're you're super cute cute? no (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just used my magical flirting powers and, uh, and we, I mean, we chatted some that night and then we hung out over that weekend. And then on stage at Jingle Fest on that Saturday, I went up on stage with, I can't remember who, I know I was with Jenny Robbins. I can't remember who the third person was, but we ran up on stage and shoved money into the guy's belt or like into their, the waistbands of their pants. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm picking Robert. So none of you all get him. I'm putting the dollar. <laughs> <He's laughs> you know, we'll, we'll put it all in someone else's pants. I was like, Great. So I, I take my claim there with the dollar, which, by the way, he still has. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, come on. Yeah. So, but I mean, at the time, I lived in Chicago and he lived in Pittsburgh. So that was kind of like, how are, you know, how's this going to work? Right. And so he moved. And then actually during the time, he moved to Colorado. So we ended up just seeing each other all over the country. Like he came to Missouri to meet my family and then we went to a wedding in Dallas and then we met up in Ohio at one point. And then finally we're like, this is too stupid. And we're always on the phone. So he moved 
<laughs> this is actually funny. So he moved to Chicago on like November 1st of from whatever, Pittsburgh. 20, from well, from Colorado because he'd moved from Pittsburgh mm-hmm. to Colorado. Oh, right, mm-hmm. right. So so he moved on the 1st. On the 10th of November, I got a phone call from a job I had applied for months ago that I didn't even think was a possibility. And they called me and they were like, hey, we want to interview you for this job in Colorado. (laughs) No way. (laughs) They called me on like, I think it was the 9th or the 10th. I interviewed on the 11th. They offered me the job on the spot. Rob had been living in Chicago for 10 days. And I was like, you ready to move back to Colorado? (laughs) He was like, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) wow and then so how long were you there before you got to maryland uh we were in colorado about a year and a half (laughs) okay so i and i don't want an answer to this because i I really don't because i'm i'm gonna save it for his interview because it the the intriguing part to me about this is i don't know what he does so how he was able to just move all around the country with you like oh i'll go to chicago for 10 days oh i'll go to colorado that I can't wait to hear that story. So, and get his version of the story, well, I guess I should I'm say. I'm not saying a word. Gotcha, gotcha. Right, well, right. this is going to be a great, like, kind of part two <laughs> of this total story segment. So, but speaking of part two, you can stick around for a little bit, right? Absolutely. Okay, all right, great. So I'm we're going to take a quick break. Oh, you got wine? Is that what you said? Well, you take another sip. We're going to take, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Jamie Julian. Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Roxy, we still don't have a sponsor. What? Come on, people. Oh, that's all right, Roxy, because we're still going to plug some TK codes. And actually, I think we can create our own Loyal Littles podcast codes. First, let's give you one of TK's codes. The new Johnny O holiday code for them is TK Lights. That's the new Johnny O code, TK Lights. Don't forget about that. But need an editor you know i might just one of these days well you can find claire natola at cool aunt claire on the twitter feed so if you need one go to her and let's not all forget about emerald city catering the barbecue sauce divine don't forget they have gift cards emeraldcitycatering.com don't forget about them out in milwaukee and if you need a good laugh roxy you know where you can go where? Podbean.com and search Jingleosity. It's actually called the Jingle Pandemia 2020. Our good friend Joe Arrow put that up and it's still running. So if you need a good laugh, don't forget to look that up. And now, Roxy. Back to the show. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. We are gratefully talking to Jamie Julian right now. I've learned so much about her tonight. Makes me feel so stupid in some senses. (laughs) And as she put it, I was actually kind of at her wedding. So I feel like we're best friends already. (laughs) So... So you, this is this will be an interesting question because you've traveled so much. Do you have favorite sports team and favorite sport in general? Oh, yes. But it's not from traveling. It is from growing up in Missouri. I okay. am the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan you will ever meet. I oh, like goodness. them so much that I can't even enjoy watching them. Like, I can, like, enjoy the highlights after. But the whole time, I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm screaming at the TV. I'm throwing <laughs> stuff. I'm, yeah, it's a mess. But I love them. But it always wasn't like that, right? Because historically, they were kind of mediocre. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, another loss. <laughs> who's, who's surprised? 
now that they're good, I don't enjoy watching them. I oh. mean, it's awful. It's like a curse. It's so bad. <laughs> well, once again, Chuck is missing out because Chuck is a diehard. I call him the chefs. I got yes. so he's missing out. So that's great. So what was that like? You finally got your Super Bowl. I mean, did you at least get to enjoy that? Yeah. I mean, I well, it's really funny. I, when it, when we were down, I was like, you know what? I should. I didn't really want to keep watching. I was like, I don't want to watch them lose, but I owe it to them. It's been a good season. I'm gonna just suck it up and finish watching. And then of course I'm screeching and jumping and like Rob wow. and I are like, <laughs> you know, jumping up and down in the living room, screaming at the TV. Enjoy for you know. Um, well. I forget which round it was, but I literally had to talk Chuck off a ledge when it, I believe it was Houston who went up like 21 nothing in the first quarter or something. Yeah, it was something ridiculous like that. Something ridiculous. And I just got, I was like, lots of football left. Just breathe. You've got, you've got Mahomes. Just, just relax. You'll be okay. And even at that point, I wasn't sure about it because I was like, well, whoa, what's going on? And so it made it extra, it made it extra special, actually. My, my brother and I are huge Chiefs fans and we try to go to a game a year. Um, and so, but we went to the AFC championship game against the Patriots. Ooh. Oh, wow. And, you know, we were super excited. And I mean, it was fun, but it was, you know, it was a bummer. We were really excited and we could have won. Damn that coin flip. <laughs> but then we, I decided that we were going to go back to this AFC championship game. I'm like, we're just going to keep going because they were both home games. And I was like, from now on, if there's an AFC championship game at Arrowhead, we're going until we win a Super Bowl. So... It was crazy because it was the weekend I was supposed to be flying to Kansas City for this game with my brother. And there was a big winter storm that was coming in and they were canceling flights left and right. And I was like, what am I going to do? I bought these tickets and they're super expensive and I need to get there. Rob was like, don't you worry. We're driving. He's like, we're just going to get in the car. I will drive you there. I will watch the game at the hotel. You can go with your brother to the game. So we got in the car ahead of the storm. And drove out. Ended up not even being that big of a storm. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was in the Midwest. It was actually bad there. It wasn't so bad here. Mm-hmm. But so we drove. I think we left on a Friday night. And we got there super late on Saturday night. And then my brother came up and we stayed with my cousin that night. And then we drove to the game. And I had decided, I was like, you know what? I just can't let Rob drive me across the country to go to a football game with my brother. So I found another ticket. And it turned out that it was like five rows behind where we were sitting. So oh, amazing. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. And so we ended up like all of us got to watch the game together. And it was it was such a great experience. I mean, it made the Super Bowl that much sweeter. Just that I had been at the AFC Championship game, you know, with the two people that I love most in the world. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. Because <laughs> Roxy's a big Patriots fan. So she wasn't so happy. <laughs> yeah. You've had a lot. We've had a lot. lot. And I actually, I am rooting for Mahomes. I hope he has a really good career. I think I've never seen anyone like him. He's so. And we have historically, we, because I'm on the team, obviously, (laughs) the Chiefs have not really had a great quarterback ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of our own. I mean, sure, we had Montana. You had had Montana, but yes. No, I know, I know. Although, I will say that... um, I drank out of Joe Montana's private water fountain one time. Wait, what? Yeah, I managed to sneak my way in through begging and cajoling and just hanging around and not leaving. I went to Arrowhead and I just bothered the security guard, me and a few of my friends. This was back in like, God, 94. 90s, right? Yeah, right. Whatever year that was. And so finally they were like, fine. They were like, you can't come in because Marty Schottenheimer's still here. They're doing meetings and stuff. You can't come in. I can't let you in. 
And he was like, come back in two hours. And I was like, fine. So I came back in two hours. It's like, we'd been at a Royals game and they're, you know, right next to each other. So I came back and he's like, they're still here. I'm like, but you said, and I like, finally, he was like, fine, but you guys have to be quiet. So he gave us this private tour of Arrowhead. We walk in, there's like a big cake. I was like, what's the cake? And he's like, it's Marty Schottenheimer's birthday. (laughs) So I'm walking around eating Marty Schottenheimer's birthday cake, (laughs) as you do, you know. They took us everywhere. They took us to both locker rooms. They took us to see the Super Bowl trophy, the original one. I got to flick it. It's like a tin can, man. It's not as impressive as it seems. Wow. Um, they took us to the booth. I got to put the headphones on so I could I could announce without going over the loudspeakers. So I got to hear yeah. myself announcing. Since I was a radio person, it was really exciting. Yeah. Making fake football calls. It was pretty cool. And then he was like, by the way, Joe Montana is a big, giant jerk. And this is his water fountain. He won't let anyone else drink out of it. I was like, can I drink out of it? And he's like, please. So, <laughs> so wow. you did. Okay, so, I got the best of you. <laughs> so breaking news on the Loyal Littles podcast, Joe Montana is a jerk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first, folks. <laughs> well, thank you for that fun story. Uh, so now we just have some fun questions. And uh, Roxy, you want to do the first one? Uh, yeah, well, we already sort of covered the over-under. Yeah, of course. Definitely over. We actually, we have a new question. Ooh. It is getting into the time of decorating holidays and all of that good stuff. What do you think about the blow-up decorations that people put outside their houses? Yay or nay? Uh, the the kind answer is nay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but Roxy, you have a cute story I'm going to make you tell right now that we just heard about an hour ago. Yeah, so, so. My, my nephew is three, and he, my parents got him an Olaf snowman blow-up for the outside of their lawn. He is obsessed with Olaf. So I guess he helped my brother put Olaf up whatever night it was, saw him, got really excited. And he I loves guess, it. He loves it. And he loves it. I guess sure. the next morning... He ran to the window to check on Olaf, and Olaf had been deflated, naturally, because the power wasn't on. And he says to my brother, Dad, Olaf melted. (laughs) He melted. And, of course, my brother had to explain to him, that's okay, he'll be back tonight. And so he said, okay. (laughs) All right. All right. So we're fine for kids under the age of, say, 10. But that is a really cute story, so I'll give I'll give you that one. <laughs> all right, so we have a couple just Coke or Pepsi. Oh, Coke all the way. I wouldn't drink Pepsi with your mouth. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> when they say, oh, no. "Oh, we only have diet Pepsi," is that okay? I'm like, no, no. I don't want anything. <laughs> ah, see, I'm the opposite. I go that if like if they don't have Pepsi, I go olive water, and they look at yep. me. I'm like, yeah, sure. Interesting question though, because for a little while I went to the dark side, as I call it. Do you remember, don't give away your age because I'm not going to ask you your age, but do you remember Coke 2? Yes. I loved Coke 2. Well, that I did because they basically stole the Pepsi recipe and dumped a ton of extra sugar in it and called it Coke 2. I loved it. The point is that Pepsi (laughs) is evil and Coke is good. So it's not Pepsi, it's the brand. Come on. So, but. But what happened to Coke too? I don't know. It, it like was here for like. There is a there is a conspiracy theory out there. I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I think conspiracy theories exist to make smart people feel or to make stupid people feel smart. Um, oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look around, folks. Um, <laughs> but I heard someone say that they that 
they had heard, and again, I don't know, but that they had heard that Coke 2 was basically a mechanism to bring the original Coke back, but with uh, high fructose corn syrup instead of real sugar. So they took it away. They brought us this thing that wasn't nearly as good, although I did like it. And then when they came back, the Coke Classic was no longer made with real sugar. It was then made with high fructose corn syrup. But people were so glad to have it back that no one complained about it. You know, is that true? Is it not true? I don't know. Uh, you know, oh, but it was, wow. it was an interesting theory. That as, is as interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe some other littles will find continue that story somehow and let us know what the real Georgia littles, come on, tell us. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> have you ever had an email read on the air? Yes, yes, I have. I've had a few. Uh, the most recent good one was about a poop sock in Chicago. I don't know if you remember that, but of course I remember. Yeah, I'm the poop sock. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't the girl who got You're hit the poop the sock. sock. That's, don't, let's not repeat that again. I'm the girl who told them about the poop sock. I didn't get hit with the poop sock. So okay. anyway, but my favorite email that I ever got read, and it was the first one I ever got read, was back in the day when Tony was making fun of Stuart Scott a lot. I don't even remember the exact context, but all my email said was, how about them whalers? Booyah! And Tony read that. And the whole, like everybody like just busted a gut. And then I was like, I didn't expect this to be so funny. But the best part, everyone's laughing and Tony goes, I know funny and that's funny. And I was like, <gasps> I can wow. die. Little did I know I'd be getting married at Chatter just 15 short years later. Wow. wow. Holy cow. That is- What that's, a compliment. That's, that's good. <laughs> the only thing better is Roxy and I have this thing about watching PTI and the the only better thing than that would obviously ever getting a shout out on PTI. That would be like mm-hmm. the ultimate. That would be the Which ultimate. Which Rob and but I got a shout out on PTI when we got married. You and did. I remember right. that. And I was going to say that. But now. I'm just like, remember the time? That was so cool. <laughs> remember the time we got a shout out on PTI? <laughs> Suck it, Chuck and Roxy. <laughs> I mean, I'm- as you do. <laughs> and uh, that's great. So here's a, here's a recent one. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? You jerk. You just <laughs> stole my Friday Five question. Wait, <gasps> what? <laughs> that was coming up next. I was going to go into the whole Friday Five because I saw that yeah. you're coming up soon. Uh, no, so crunchy or smooth? Um, I guess probably smooth. Crunchy's okay. But here's the kicker. Do not ever, ever put peanut butter and chocolate together. Get out of here with that. I don't want <laughs> it. gross. I don't know who thought of this. It's a travesty. <laughs> to be honest, I would agree with you on that. Thank you, Roxy. I, I, I just, I don't get the appeal. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and dunk it in the peanut butter jar, but I, I like a good Reese's peanut butter cup every once in a while. Those yeah. are like, I'm the best person to be friends with at Halloween because I will give you all my Reese's and I will take <laughs> your crappy Skittles or whatever. Yep. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Excellent. So that was, I was actually coming to that. And not sure, I was trying to figure out if I could figure out when this was going to actually air. Because I know you had a Friday 5 because I have the schedule coming up. It's coming up first soon. I think it's the 14th. Oh, no, the 11th. Sorry. It's 11th. December 11th. Um, so I am not creative. I'm not going to draw pictures. I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> with my armpit. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm going to type up some questions and have people answer them because I am old school. Oh, there you <laughs> <Love> go. <it. laughs> Excellent. Eric Lonergan kind of ruined the Friday 5 forever, like, Nobody could ever compete with that. It was amazing. Well, Jamie, I can't thank you enough for coming on and doing this and letting us get to know you a little better. Is there anything that you want to plug, anything coming up that you or your husband have going on? 
Sure. The only thing I would suggest is that for those of you who know Rob um, or who heard about when I mentioned earlier that Rob's nephew died of leukemia, there's a Facebook group that for the charity that sprung up around him. Uh, it's called Rocco's Warriors. So it's at facebook.com slash groups slash Rocco's Warriors. So you can just sort of see they they do a lot of work trying to support families of kids who have cancer, uh, because the last thing that a family that's dealing with that should have to do is worry about paying their mortgage or where their next meal is. They do a lot of work with the the kids in the uh, Pittsburgh Children's Hospital. I think that's what it's called. But they do other things for other groups, too. So so that's I think it's a worthwhile cause. If you're interested, you know, check it out. Absolutely. Join up and and follow along and see Uh, because he was a he was a great kid. Oh, that's fantastic. And what was the, it was on Facebook? Yeah, it's facebook.com slash groups slash Rocco's Warriors. Okay. All right. We'll make sure we mention that in the uh, description of the podcast when you, when it airs. Mm -hmm. So again, thank you so much. And thank you for putting up with me, not knowing (laughs) all the things I should have known. (laughs) I was at your freaking wedding and I don't, I mean, I remember it. I just didn't know it was you and wow. And the royalty you're married to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to go upstairs and take the royalty, his, his pot <laughs> dinner now. So, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This has been so much fun. Thank you so that. much. Thank you, guys. I and, This was going to be fun. I had no idea it was going to be this much fun. So, thank oh, you. Oh, that's, good. <laughs> that's so sweet. Thanks. And we just hope everyone's enjoying it. And thank you for letting us meet you. Yeah. Anytime. We can meet uh, again someday. <laughs> All right, that sounds great. All right, thanks again, Jamie. And Loyal Littles, we'll be right back after this short break. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. What a great interview that was. It's just so much fun to meet so many Littles out there. I'm so thankful for all of you loyal listeners and the guests that are willing to come on and share their stories. It's it's just been so much fun. It's so much fun for me as a tiny. Like it's I get to meet all these new interesting people and everyone is just so nice. So loyal listeners, what we wanted to do next was we again, we don't want to completely gear this towards the TK show, but one thing we did notice that was missing on the big show was some news items and we really wanted to have some fun with this, so we thought we 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 found some news items and it's time to do the news. So our first one comes from Canada, our friends north of the border, and Canadian officials warn drivers not to let moose lick their cars. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) This article came from CNN by A. Alassar. I hope I'm saying that right. Canadian officials have an important message for you. Do not let moose lick your car. It says officials in Jasper have put up signs asking motorists to avoid allowing moose to lick the salt, a treat moose find hard to resist off their cars. Quote, they're obsessed Uh, with salt. It's one of the things they need for the minerals in their body. Yes, I get it. I totally get it. Information for life. They usually get it from salt lakes in the park, but now they realize that they can also get road salt that splashes onto your cars. Uh, at, at the Jasper National Park, where people often park on the side of the road in hopes of catching a glimpse of the moose, letting the animals near your car is actually a serious danger. So, oh. Well, yeah, what the hell are you supposed to do if a moose is licking your car? It's not like you're just going to get out there and shoo it away. 
<laughs> like, you think a moose is going to listen to you? Go like, uh, no can way. You, can you go elsewhere? <laughs> Chuck, Kind here's always, moose. you know, one of my favorite things I've always been interested in is what is the plural of moose? Moose. Right. Why isn't it meese? Geese. No, it's not nice. meese. Mooses. No, 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 it's goose is geese. Goose okay. is geese. Why isn't moose meat? I don't know. I don't get it. That's, anyway, Roxy what's, <laughs> Roxy, what's our next story? Our next story is about a little owl that's stowed away in the Christmas tree that's going up at Rockefeller Center. Oh, that's right. I remember Whoa. that. I heard that? something about this. Is this like an update or something? Because I know they found an owl. Yeah, they found her. The Ravensbeard Wildlife Center, which cared for the female owl named Rocky after she was found in the Christmas tree's branches earlier in November, said veterinarians gave the go-ahead for the tiny saw-wet owl to return to the wild. And here's a quote. She is a tough little bird, and we're happy to see her back in her natural habitat. This was Uh, by The Post. We are sure that Rocky will feel your love and support through her journey south. Oh, that's sweet. So I remember that. Park or what? (laughs) Oh, this is a tree that was from Oneonta, New York. Yeah, that's right. So it was in the tree the whole journey? The whole journey. Yeah, I guess. And uh, she we was can't like, let her I'm by. gonna go to New York City today. Yeah, I'm gonna be a star. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't let this go by. Uh, I get what they did there. Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. They named the owl Rocky. How adorable is that? So oh, cute. I did, I did not catch that. Thank you. If you haven't seen pictures, <laughs> Google it. It is the cutest little owl I think I've ever seen. And let's lastly, last news item from the UPI. What would our new segment be without a Florida man? It's not what you think, though. But a Florida man did post a video showing his family's most unusual pre-Thanksgiving Day tradition. Any guesses what that might be? We're in Florida. I feel like something about a deep fryer. Uh, That's a good guess, Roxy. (laughs) No, it's actually thawing out the turkey in their backyard swimming pool. What? (laughs) Mark O'Donnell, he posted a live video showing (laughs) Dumping a 16-pound turkey into the swimming pool behind their Clearwater home to thaw out for cooking. But then doesn't it taste like chlorine? Good question, Roxy. He said the turkey's packaging was closely examined for leaks before the thawing process to make sure none of the chlorinated water seeped into the meat. He said the turkey will be removed after spending a day thawing in the pool. He also said his family has been thawing the Thanksgiving Day turkey in their pool for 18 years. How about wow. that? How's that for a tradition, Chuck? Do you have any other traditions, Chuck? Wait, what? I was waiting for the, the part where the alligator comes and gets <laughs> in the pool and eats the turkey, and then they have to get rid of the alligator. <laughs> and then they, have the, then they have the alligator for Thanksgiving. Oh exactly. Gosh. Then you got alligator on a stick. Chuck, uh. I said, I did say it was Florida Man Friday type situation, but I said it really wasn't. It was actually, it just yeah. happened to be from Florida, which makes sense because, you know, it's warm down there. So you can do those kind of things. No one in the uh, Michigan area is defrosting a turkey in a pool. That's for sure. I'm a, but, I'm, I think that's a little, you know, maybe there wasn't a lot of news going on that day because what <laughs> that doesn't seem like a real breaking headline. Uh, Florida Man thaws turkey in pool. <laughs> Chuck, I didn't say it was a breaking headline news. I didn't say it was going to be like, oh, you know, okay. you know, this first, now the election results or anything like that. I just said, I just said it was a fun news item. I think that would be appropriate. I think that would well, is, this, <laughs> is this an information for life scenario? Um, Roxy. Good. Very good. 
I'm I don't, saying. It could be, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if any other Littles are going to try that. I mean, obviously Thanksgiving's over, but, you know, maybe something to put on the back the, burner for the, next year. The Christmas ham or the Christmas yeah. goose. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, speaking of, Chuck, do you have any traditions like that? Any crazy traditions? We never talked about any of that. For Christmas? Or anything, just in general. Thanksgiving, Christmas. No. So no thawing of the turkey anywhere specific or anything like that? You know, we don't do, we don't have the same people together every Thanksgiving or, you know, sometimes people come here, sometimes we go there. So there's not really enough to really have a set. We do it this way every time, Mm -hmm. but we do try and mix it up so that I know a lot of people do turkey on Thanksgiving and then turkey again on Christmas. And we, we were never that way. So we usually do the ham, Christmas ham. Yeah. Um, for dinner, just to kind of mix it up, because I mean, if I may, I mean, seriously, I do remember our. It, well, I wouldn't call it a tradition. It was just what we did. Was my mom? We would always take the turkey out like a day or two. I think it takes like two days to thaw, probably, and we put it in the bathtub. And I don't know why. It was just a funny. I guess you call it tradition. Just to it reminded me because we always had to take it out. And we wanted to take a, a shower or a bath the next day, and it was just. <laughs> it always just made me. Well, no. It's like, Chuck. <laughs> So you're not oh. far off from the Florida guy, really. <laughs> but no, no, on all honesty, it, as a kid, though, Chuck, it, re, it it meant Thanksgiving was coming. And it was so excited because then that meant Christmas was coming. So yeah. I just remember it was just one of those funny memories as a child that that's how we did it. And, I'm totally uh, picturing you taking a shower with a turkey. In the all right, Chuck, <laughs> we're done. Thank you, loyal listeners, for listening today. Thank you, loyal littles. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you. That's all the time we have. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us if they want. You can email us at the WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. And as always, you can listen to us on all listening platforms, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you listen on iTunes, please, please, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. subscribe. <laughs> Very good, guys. <laughs> and also, we haven't shouted this out in a long time, Roxy. Go to the – we have our own Loyal Littles podcast Facebook page, so make sure you go over there and like that as well. Chuck, have you done that? Uh, no, I did not know about that. Chuck. I will be on that. Ah, well, actually, no, actually, that's on us because we haven't mentioned that in quite a while. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time. And as we always say, if you're out shopping online tonight, use, use the, the code. code. <gasps> you jerk. Didn't want to tell you no. There's no other place to go from here. From here. Water wells behind my eyes I don't want to say goodbye You're here You're here But I did everything I could Yeah And I'm afraid you're gone for good Yeah I'm looking down
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. Oh, yeah.